0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوه الا بالله الذي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى الطيبين الطاهرين السلام على الحسين وعلى علي ابن الحسين وعلى اولاد الحسين وعلى اصحاب الحسين I hope you've got my sound and picture and trusting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we continue our reflections on Munajatul Arafin. this is the 12th of the series of the 15 whispered prayers of Imam Zainul al alayhi salam we reached this part Vaabuba fi main al muamalate sherbuhum. These people that we ask Allah to let us be among them have different qualities, different achievements. One of them is that their drinking is sweet from the spring of devotion to good works good behavior adoba which comes from adb means a water which is very clean Very nice, very sweet to drink. Avban is used for a water which you like to drink. And the taste, the color, everything is perfect. So, the people who have reached this level of this level of closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they are able to have access to best water to purest coolest sweetest water what is this water what does it stand for Is it a normal water? Of course, no. Here water stands for something else. Water normally stands in dreams, if they are true dreams, in a spiritual world for knowledge for wisdom because our soul is thirsty more than anything else for understanding for knowledge even when we talk about our achievements in this world and the hereafter meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it seems that after careful consideration they all mean that we would have a special knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a knowledge which comes with resembling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even ulama say that the Arsh, the throne of Allah stands for his knowledge in any case these are the people that have access to this pure, cool, nice, sweet water which quenches their thirst because of good Muamala because of good actions Muamala sometimes means transaction like selling and buying But more generally, Mu'amala means behavior, means conduct. It can be used for your conduct with respect to people or with respect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or perhaps you cannot separate these two because the way you treat people is very much related to the way you treat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A servant of Allah would have good behavior with people. So these are the people that they drink from the spring of devotion to good works. And their drinking is very sweet. Watab. Be ons serrohom. Their secret thoughts, their internal ideas are pleasant in the sitting place of intimacy, acquaintance. Ons means acquaintance intimacy very close relation so imagine friends of Allah the knowers of Allah sitting with each other and in the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's not that their words are nice they smile But inside there is problem. Inside there is hatred towards each other. Dishonesty. Bad wishes for the others. Suspicion about each other. Or for example even suspicion about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah is forsaking us. Allah is not supporting us enough. So on and so forth. No. These people... In their deepest aspects of their soul, there is tayyib, there is pleasant quality, nice, beautiful, honest, so much so that the more you know about them, the more you love them there is nothing that if you realize about them make you worried about them or make you decide to leave them is tayyib from surface up to the bottom of this ocean is tayyib is pleasant so in different levels of human soul human spirit Always they have achieved purity and goodness. Watab fi uns Serrohom in the sitting place of intimacy their innermost their internal aspect has become very clean and pleasant. فِي مَوْطِنِ الْمَخَافَةِ سِرْبْهُمْ Their minds, their bottom, their innermost Has become secure Even in the place of fear and terror When People are worried and fearful when there are lots of dangers and risks, when people are attacked by Satan, by temptations of the lower self, so many worries and challenges and risks and dangers, these people have very safe passage. Because everything in them is pure, everything in them is pleasant. What can Shaitan do with such a person? What can bad people do with such a person? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has entered into their heart, which is the sanctuary of Allah Al Qalbu Haramudlah. When Allah is in the sanctuary, then this becomes Amn. When the house of Allah is in Mecca, then that land becomes Amn. Baladan Amn. It has become a very safe land. Whoever also enters into that land is safe. Even animals become safe. So, when a mu'min gives his heart or her heart to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then sukun, serenity, safety, salam peace all will come two of the names of Allah which we find in surah hashr is as salam al mu'min he is peace and he brings safety mu'min here doesn't mean believer mu'min here means the one who gives amn the one who gives security so he is peace and brings security brings peace so the lovers of Allah who have achieved this level of Irfan this level of knowledge of Allah they are in very secure road secure path when everyone is worried and fearful when they are walking or moving in those places which are normally full of problems for them everything goes very nicely and smoothly this is in dunya, and this is also the same case in the hereafter when everyone is worried about moving on the bridge of Serat, and actually many people would fail and would drop. these are the people who would have very safe movement, very fast, very quick, safe, comfortable, without worry, because in Dunya, they have been the same. If I go after my temptations and do bad things, then on the bridge of Sarat, I will fall and hurt myself. If I don't go after my temptations, but get stuck with them for some time, think about them. Shall I go after them? Shall I not go after them? What should I do with them? I start thinking about them and sometimes talking about the positive side of them, the pleasure that I can get. Sometimes think about the worries. So this means that I cannot go very fast on the Bridge of Sarat. Those moments... Or minutes or even sometimes days and weeks that we spend on thinking about bad desires will slow down our movement on the bridge of Sarat. And either it totally stops us or makes us very slow. But if someone is only concerned about Allah and about doing good things. And has achieved that purity and honesty, then he would go like a thunder, like light, very fast, without any problem. Wa amina fi mawtin al machafata serbuhum, wat ma'annat berruju'a ila rabbil arba bi anfusuhum. And their souls, and Fus, the souls, the spirits, has achieved etmian, serenity, confidence, tranquility. About what? About the return to the Lord of the Lords. Either this means that they are confident about this return, They are sure about this return, or it means that because they have actually returned, they have become confident. It can mean one of the two. Since they have returned to the Lord in dunya before dying, they have tried to go back to the Lord which is the meaning of Toba? which is the meaning of Enaba? then they have achieved this certainty. Or it may mean that they are confident about the fact that everyone has to return to their Lord, which would be by death. One of the two meanings. In any case, these are the people who are not in the condition of doubt, Neither they are in the condition of worries. They are certain and they are free from any worries and stress. They are certain about the fact that all of us will finally meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ila Rabbika and they have no stress because by remembering Allah and by achieving that closeness to Allah in dunya they have already done their Rujur you know if a person returns to Allah before dying for him the death would not be a very new experience he has already left everything and has returned back to his Lord So. What can death do with such a person other than making things easier for him? For him death is not difficult because death is difficult for the people who want to all of a sudden return to the Lord while they were so much attached to dunya and to every worldly thing. But if you have detached yourself and have returned to your Lord, then for you death is not something difficult. So, it seems that the people who are lovers of Allah, these are the people who in dunya have no unnecessary worries. I'm saying unnecessary because some type of worries are here as long as you are in dunya. But these are the worries which are not annoying, these are the worries that you have because you are alert, you don't want to lose any opportunity so there is no bitterness, it's alertness it's being cautious on the day of judgment also they have no worries and they would have security and safety you know we have this famous saying that mutu qabla and tamutu. Die before you die. What does it mean? It means try to achieve that detachment, that separation from the affairs that death brings by you yourself achieving that during your life. Then for you, death would not be a difficult thing. And you would start understanding things that other people understand after they die. This is why you see now we have the question of Yakin, Vatayak wal falah Walfalahewah. their spirits have become certain about salvation and success or through. Salvation and success. Either because they have achieved happiness and felicity in their life, they are certain. Or they are certain because this certainty is connected to lack of doubts. They know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guarantees happiness and success for the good people, for the believers. Now, depending on what of the two interpretations you take about the previous sentence, here also you would have uh, successively the same type of interpretations. I am not certain about my happiness if I am an Arif in the sense that I become 100% sure that everything will be good I don't have any problem Allah has to put me in heaven no one can you know, stop me, no, not in this sense but on the other hand there is a confidence there is a kind of certainty that Allah guarantees happiness for good people. Don't worry about what Allah is going to do. Just be concerned and concentrate on what you are supposed to do. It's not that they sometimes think, is it really going to be heaven? Are good people are really going to be rewarded? Maybe whatever we do Would not really make a big difference. Maybe good people, bad people would be treated the same. These type of doubts and worries are very destructive. And these people are free from these worries and doubts. They are very sure about the happiness, the salvation for the believers. They are very sure about the promises of God. All His promises come true. If there is any worry is about them worrying about losing their iban, their closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So their spirits are certain about salvation, happiness, and success. وقررت bin-nadhari ila mahabubihim a'ayounuhum their eyes have been gladdened have become very satisfied because of gazing upon their beloved although The joy is for the heart. When you look at something beautiful, your joy, your pleasure is in your heart. But we use this expression in Arabic, in Farsi, in many languages. That we say this person, for example, is sweetness of my heart or it's light of my eyes, or apple of my eyes. Or say the eyes are full of joy. Because the eye here is the connection between me and that thing. So my eye is a medium between my heart and that object. So when I look at something nice, something beautiful, then my eyes would be the first place to notice this and perhaps to show if you look at my eyes you would realize what is happening in my heart you know sometimes I think that there is a beautiful connection between us and our eyes we human beings first of all, can be somehow discovered through our face, our vag. If you look at my hand or my, I don't know, for example, rest of body, it would not be easy to understand what is happening in my heart. Unless, for example, I am too stressful, too fearful, uh, so that... All my body would become, for example, pale or, you know, red or whatever. But the obvious, the natural, you know, place for seeing my emotions, my feelings, my attitude, what is in my heart, is my face. And this is why it is called Vajj. Then in our face, the most important place is the eyes. It seems that there is a very close connection between eyes of someone and the heart. We are not talking about the physical heart. Of course, that heart is also important and shows our situation. But again, that is by itself connected to the real heart, which is the soul. Good people and bad people by looking at their eyes can be known. Of course, we may sometimes make mistakes because we don't have that vision. But if someone has good vision, has sharp vision, has a spiritual vision, by looking at the eyes of people can realize how honest they are. It seems that the eyes cannot hide the reality. Your tongue can hide the truth. Even you can speak lies. Or for example, when you don't like something, maybe you are a very clever person and skillful, you don't let your face show that you are not happy or you are happy, whatever. You know, those who are politicians, sometimes even when they ask them difficult questions, they are very careful and they know how to hide their emotions so that the real answer cannot be understood but eyes are very difficult to be covered it seems that eyes are very close or you can say eyes are under direct control of the heart so there are lots of things about eyes in the Quran In any case these people because they look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so their eyes are in the condition of joy and happiness and pleasure. To the extent that even if you look at their eyes you will also become happy. You know when someone is happy and you look at a person who is happy everything being equal. Then you also become happy. This is a beautiful connection between human beings. We become happy when we see other people are happy. And we become sad when we see other people are sad. This is natural for a human being. If a human being, after seeing happiness of other people, doesn't have any feeling, this is very bad. We so much love to see happiness in others that we are ready even to sacrifice so that we make them happy. And then we make them happy, we will be spiritually happy. And na'udhu billah, if someone sees sadness of people and is indifferent or feels happy to see the sadness of people, this is not a human being this is not a healthy condition by looking at happy people we become happy yes sometimes you know that this happiness is not happiness of a good person this is why I said everything being equal for example I know this person is happy because he has for example annoyed someone And is enjoying this. That is another thing. But everything being equal. Everything in its normal condition. Then happiness of others should make me happy. Sadness of them should make me sad. So when I look at someone who is crying. It automatically affects me. Sometimes I was thinking. Why it's very difficult to witness crying of a child or a woman it's very difficult if someone is just sad it's very difficult but if someone cries you cannot take it you know if a child is crying even if it is for a little thing for example is crying because once His or her toy. Or is hungry. For any reason. We cannot take this. You know how much you suffer. Sometimes because we don't understand. We think that uh, I am sad because of the sound. No, no. That sound is made in the way that you cannot be indifferent. Allah has built us in the way that... When a child is in need, he produces a type of sound that I cannot ignore. And the cry of a child is very powerful because no matter what is the reason a child is crying for, when the child cries, cries from the bottom of his or her heart. Wholeheartedly cries. A child, when he needs something, that thing is so important that if you don't give it, he is going to cry and cry and cry, maybe till he loses his energy. This is beautiful about children that when they want something, they want it with all their being, with all their reality. They are very serious about this matter. Of course, over time, they have to learn why certain things are not that important to cry for. But it is interesting that their crying is very powerful. And if we achieve that quality and for our real needs, we cry like them in front of Allah, for sure Allah will give us. So, let us go back to the condition of the lovers of Allah, the knowers of Allah. Because they are gazing upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is their beloved, their eyes show, reflect this joy and is in the condition of qaraar. There is a kind of rest, a kind of happiness. The eyes don't want to move to anything else If you don't enjoy what you are looking at You look for something else But when you enjoy Then your eyes have karar Means they are fixed They don't want to go to any other thing Any other object Again the question of karar Their settling place has been settled by reaching the request and attaining the desired, the expectation. So because they have achieved basically what they wanted, now they have this rest. Like a person who wanted to get a very good result in exam. Now, he has prepared himself, studied hard. Either he is giving right answer to all the questions, or he has already finished the exam. In both cases, he is happy. He has no worry. When I am writing answers to the question, and I know all the answers, I have no worry. I don't need to wait till the exam is over. I am already at rest. I'm already happy. This is something for which I've been preparing myself. There is no surprise. There is no doubt. There is no confusion, perplexity. So I'm at rest. So these are the people that, because they have achieved what they wanted, they have settled. They have rest. وَرَبِحَتْ فِي بَيْعِ الدُّنْيَا بِالْآخِرَةِ تِجَارَتُهُمْ and their business, their trade, their commerce has profited through the sale of this world for the next. They have sold dunya and they have purchased akhirah. This very Good business. You have made lots of profits. Because what you have sold. Values very little. What you have purchased. Has endless value. Who is other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That accepts such a business with us. He says give me little thing that you have which is dunya. And I give you akhira. Which is eternal. And has no limit. This is why Imam Ali alayhi salam, In al muttaqin says. Tejaratun murbahatun. Yasaraha lahum rabbuhum. This is a very good business. Very good trade. That the Lord has made it possible for them. They can make lots of profits. Not by deceiving anyone. Not by cheating No, they make lots of profit because their Lord has made such a good offer for them. So this is a very halal profit that you make. Okay, we start with another section of this murajat. And I think I should stop here and talk a few minutes about the event of Karbala and then inshallah we would have a few minutes also for your questions anytime you can send your questions when we read these descriptions about the knowers of Allah, about Arifin, about those who love Allah we find that all these qualities can be found in the camp of Imam Hussain what a beautiful camp what a friendly and intimate gathering Imam of course has a very special position but it's not only Imam it's not only his successor Imam Zainul Abidin alayhi salam, or Lady Zainab. Everyone in that camp is very special. Allah subhanahu wa taala has picked up, has chosen the best people of that time. Who? as a whole were the best of the companions the best of the supporters of any hujjah of Allah yes it is true that maybe among the companions of the Prophet Muhammad you could find someone like Salman someone like for example Ammar who could be ...compared to the companions of Imam Hussein salam. But these are individuals. When you look at the whole group... ...the whole category... ...you see that the companions of Imam Hussein alayhi salam... ...were very special. There was no person there who was hypocrite. There was no person who was not honest... There was no person who was confused. There was no person who was there for the sake of dunya. Those who were there for the sake of victory, for the sake of position, for the sake of gaining some booties, they all left imam. And imam wanted them to leave. On several occasions imam told them that after receiving the news, especially after the death of Muslim, that We are going to have no victory. If you want you can leave me. Even in the night before Ashura. So those who were there. They knew. (coughs) What is going to happen. There was no chance. Of. Physical. Success or victory. Now if you look at any battles. In the time of Rasulullah. Even the most difficult ones. Like Badr. Although the number was little, the equipments were very little. But it was not that there was no chance of success, and actually they succeeded in battle, for example. It was not that everyone knew that he is going to die, but the companions of Imam Hussein salam, they all knew that they are going to die. They all knew that they are not going to have any chance for worldly success even they knew that they cannot stop martyrdom of imam but still they wanted to be with imam they prefer to die and not see that imam is alone what a good business that they made with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they gave their life to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them honor in dunya and honor in akhirah Allah made every mu'min appreciate the role of those companions. Till end of dunya. We cannot remember Imam Hussein without remembering his companions. When we send salam to Imam Hussein, we send salam to them. We do ziyarah of Imam Hussein, we do ziyarah of them. Even when we go to Sajdah and ask Allah to be able to be with Imam Hussein, we also say we want to be with the companions of Hussein. We say Allah Humma Lak Alhamdulillah Shah Karina Lak Allah Musabihim Alhamdulillah Allah Adim Raziyati Allah Hummar Zukuni Shafa at Al Hussain alayhi salam Watabitli Qadama Sidrin indaka al Hussein wa ashabil Hussain Al Ladina badalu Muhajah Humdun al Hussein I want to have a truthful and honest position with Hussein and the companions of Hussein. You cannot separate them. Of course, if you are with Hussein you have good condition, but we must mention and companions of Hussein. So everyone must always remember the companions of Hussein because of the brave and honest standpoint that they took with Imam alayhi salam. They were the people who had no worries, no doubts. Even when they saw thousands of people, so called Muslims, in front of them, their number, their weaponries, their money, nothing made them doubt about their rightness of the position of their imam they were not worried that maybe we are wrong maybe we shouldn't support imam, maybe we should escape, maybe we should run away maybe imam is not right, no, at all very sure, very confident you could see in their eyes no stress No doubt. No fear. They had no fear of anything. And you could see that how. Looking at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Has illuminated their faces. Even. A person who apparently was. In the. Opposite camp. Among the enemies. Or at least he was standing among them watching he was not in the camp of imam anyway when he talks about imam hussein alayhi salam's face he is surprised he says towards the end of the event whenever imam was going through more and more tragedies his face was becoming brighter and brighter Because the light of Allah is coming more and more. The joy for joining Allah is more and more. And he says, I have never seen a person so persistent like Hussein. That despite all the tragedies that he saw, he was not showing any sign of defeat any sign of worry any sign of fear may inshallah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enable us to achieve that quality if we say ya laytani kuntu ma'akum when we say to the companions of iman i wish i was with you and i would have achieved great success so the main thing is to try to achieve the same qualities like them if historically we are not put in that condition there is no reason why we cannot try to be like them and in our context act like them and in this in this way we can be sure that we are with them in Akhirah. may Allah inshallah help us to achieve the same qualities that the companions of Imam Alayhi salam had. Okay, I received the first question. Salaamu alaikum, Shaykh alaikum wa rahmatullah. The lovers of Allah are anxious to go back to Allah. Is it right for them to abandon this life and wait to return to Him? Should they not be working harder in this world to prepare for the after? Of course, uh, they appreciate every minute of their life they work hard in every moment of their life but at the same time they are so much eager to meet allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that imam adil salam says in khutbatul muttaqin lawla <laughs> al-ajal allati katab allah alayhim lam tastaqir arwahum fi ajsadihim tarfat If it was not because of their ajal which is fixed by Allah, the deadline which is fixed by Allah for them, they were not able to keep their soul in this world because of the yearning for heaven and the fear of hell. So it means that these people have achieved... That detachment from dunya, that when they stay in dunya, it's because of intellectual reasons, not because of just emotions and love for dunya. So, they don't want to lose their life, but it's not that if Allah wants them to return, they say, please postpone this, please delay it, please let me you know, enjoy more from this dunya. When you put these sentences together, it shows that they are ready to do everything that Allah wants from them. If Allah wants them to stay longer, they will appreciate every moment of it. If Allah wants them to go back sooner, they will wholeheartedly welcome this decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Question 2. Salamun alaykum, rahmatullahi wa salam if not out of context, can you explain briefly the concept of Rajah? Yeah, we have local or individual rajah, <coughs> which means return, and we have universal rajah. In the course of history, there were some cases of some people who have come back to this world after they died. The Quran speaks about people who were dead. And Prophet Isa with the blessing of Allah gave them back life. He revived them. The Qur'an talks about the Prophet, according to some uh, sources, Ermiya or whoever else he was, which passed by a village which was ruined. أو ثم بعثه قال كم لبثت قال لبث يوم يوم. he said how can Allah he didn't have doubt in the sense of lacking iman but he was surprised how this place in which there is no one single living person will be given back again life and everyone will be revived. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him die for hundred of years and when Allah revived him, asked him, how much did you stay in that condition? He said, one day or less. But Allah said it was one hundred years. Then Allah said, look at your food. Your food, your drink is fresh. Look at your donkey. Your donkey is damaged. Then Allah gave back the life. So this is another case. Or for example about that person who was killed in the time of Bani Israel. And there is a universal return. Universal in the sense that at the same time. And that is before this world comes to an end. In the end of the time, according to the Quran and clearly according many hadith there would be return for many people many good people and many bad people not average people the people who were very good would be revived to see the victory of truth and the people who were very bad would be revived to see the defeat of battle and to suffer before suffering in the hereafter and this is the concept of rajah or return okay it seems that our questions are finished uh, i take this opportunity to ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to benefit from this month of muharram and inshallah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect and save all the innocent people all the mourners of Imam Hussein alayhi salam and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enable us to achieve closeness to Himself and His lovers. May Allah protect ourselves, our children, our youths, our families, our community, and the whole humanity from attacks of Shaitan and Satanic people. May Allah enable us to be parts and parcels for the universal mission of Imam Mahdi at Jalallah Ta'ala Farajahu sharif Thank you very much for your attention. If you are interested, uh, uh, every day we update the lectures of Muharram in the same website, quranstudy.com, which are being delivered in London, and you are most welcome to listen to them if you like. Please remember us in your du'a, wa da'wana and alhamdulillah rabbil